Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I'm sorry I haven't left a podcast for you in a couple of days, but as you know, I have been traveling across the country from the west to the east, and I am now here in western North Carolina getting ready for George Norrie Live in Asheville, North Carolina, coming up this Saturday, August 25th of 2018. And, you know, traveling all the way across the country is always a pain in the ass. But uh, especially in this case, after the week that we had before, just so busy, you know, uh, running around all over Nevada and Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, I'm working on other projects that I'm not even ready to talk about yet. And then, of course, you lose three hours when you travel this way. And so, um, basically, I pretty much slept for about 18 hours, honestly. And I'm um, just, just now, you know, starting to feel normal again. But uh, it's very exciting, of course. Uh, the George Norrie Live event is, I think, sold out. I mean, uh, it's at the Diana Wortham Theater, and there are people coming from all over the, well, certainly the country, maybe even the world, for this event. So it'll be uh, it'll be a fun time, and uh, I uh, I will be doing a little a little magic. That's my plan, but we'll just see we'll see how this goes. Um, here, however, in Western North Carolina, or well, not exactly Western, but in this this more or less this uh, direction of the state, because North Carolina is pretty big. I mean, you got the mountains in the west, and then you have the Piedmont in the middle, and then you have the coast, which is on the coast. And there have been some headlines in the news around the world regarding Lake Norman recently. And Lake Norman is just north of Charlotte. And Charlotte is the biggest city in North Carolina. And uh, Lake Norman has over 500 miles of shoreline. It's the largest body of fresh water in North Carolina. Some parts of the lake are over 110 feet deep. And the news that you may have seen recently is about a guy who shot a video of what looks like some kind of a, I don't know, to me it looks kind of like maybe a cigar-shaped UFO flying over Lake Norman. And uh, it just, it's one of those things. It's a short video. It caught on. It went all over the world. And it's not very long. I think it's just like over a minute long. And everybody says, why is it so shaky? It's very, very shaky. And that is a very good question. But to me, the most suspicious thing about the video is that the guy is is supposedly, you know, videoing this with his phone, and then um, it's still there, and he says into the camera, y'all gotta go, and he just leaves. So, I mean, like, look, to me, that's not the kind of behavior that indicates some kind of an honest video recording. So the shakiness, along with the fact that it's it's short, and he says, eh, gotta go, like, oh, that's interesting, there's a, there's a spaceship, but, you know, gotta go, and he runs off without staying with it, makes me think this is not authentic. So, 
That's my opinion. But that said, you know, Lake Norman has actually been famous for quite a while in North Carolina because people here have claimed that it has a lake monster. And they call him Normie. And you get all kinds of different descriptions of Normie, but most of them are similar to all the other lake monsters. You know, whether it's an it's a Nessie looking thing that has maybe some certain you know some humps. I mean, it, all these lake monsters are the same. So when I saw that story, especially now that I'm back in Western North Carolina, it reminded me of this investigation that. I did with my lemur team back in 2003 of Lake Norman looking for Normie. And uh, it was actually a really fun day. It was a beautiful, perfect day. And we got, uh, we rented a pontoon boat. I believe Robert McGee was our captain for the day. Uh, We had C. Eric Scott there and he was documenting things. And uh, at that time he had a filmmaking buddy named Brett Clark, and Brett was there documenting things. It was just a great crew of people. And so all day long, we were going around on Lake Norman, and we were thinking, wow, this is a really fun excuse to to have a day on the lake, isn't it? Because we were thinking the chances of us actually seeing a creature in here, no matter how big it is, it's, it's literally the needle in the haystack thing. I mean, you're talking about not just... You know, the area involved, but the depth. I mean, look at this three-dimensional volume of space that you're having to explore. I mean, you're, you're just, it, it just seems almost impossible. You, 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 it'd probably be like, you know, hitting the Powerball or whatever if there is such a creature in there to get a glimpse of it, no matter how impressive this creature is. And, and to me, that was a very realistic sort of um, experience to show me how unlikely it would be to go to a body of water. Not, not to mention some kind of sea or something in the ocean. You know, to go to a freshwater lake in North Carolina and find some kind of a creature. But, like I say, we had a wonderful day on the lake and we would not have been out there. This would not have been coordinated. This would not have been orchestrated if it weren't for this idea that we were going out to see if there might be a lake monster there. And I must tell you, with all honesty, I believe that many people who are going out there today, who are doing cryptozoological research, Yes, they believe they might find something, but I think what drives them is knowing they have a really good excuse to go out on a hiking trip or a camping trip or, in our case, a day at the lake. I mean, you don't really need a good excuse to do that, but it adds a little bit of extra excitement to think you might go out there and you might see a Bigfoot You might find a chupacabra in the rainforest. You might see that sea monster. And um, so I believe that there are certainly uh, many cases in which people are driven to go out and look for these improbable beasts because it's a convenient reason for them to say, I am doing work. I am doing research. But 
ultimately, they're just looking for a good reason to go out in nature and have fun. And I think that's what we were uh, that day, you know, thinking as well. Like the chances of us going out here and seeing this thing are a billion to one. But who cares? Because we're going to have a fun time. Now, that said, let's get back to the possibility that Normie is an actual lake creature. Well, for one thing, in this part of the world, we have these salamanders that are very freaky looking and they're called hellbenders. Now, if you don't know what a salamander is, um, I have the uh, Wikipedia pulled up here. Salamanders are a group of amphibians typically characterized by a lizard-like appearance with slender bodies, blunt snouts, short limbs projecting at right angles to the body and the presence of a tail in both larvae and adults. Okay, so basically... Like just growing up here in uh, Western North Carolina, you go out and uh, it was fun to go down to the creeks and the streams and you look for a salamander. And so a salamander, just like it says here, it uh, it looks like a lizard, but it's a it's a black, slimy lizard that lives in the water. And they're pretty easy to catch and they're kind of fun to play with. And and you go down as a kid and you catch a salamander and you play around with it and you put it back in the water. Hellbenders are are large versions, and um, there have been sal- uh, hellbenders that have been found that are easily, you know, three feet long. That's a pretty big, weird-looking thing. But there are salamanders in other parts of the world, like Japan, that have been captured that are about six feet long and one hundred and ten pounds. So. You can imagine that uh, some of the reports of these lake monsters, aside from just catching a glimpse of a giant catfish, it might be something like a a giant salamander. There may be salamanders out there that are just, you know, freak salamanders that are 10, who knows, 10, 12 feet long. Who knows? Mother Nature is capable of anything. And so it's possible that uh, some of these lake monsters like Normie could be some kind of a salamander versus some plesiosaur or something like that. But I find it interesting that Lake Norman has that reputation for the cryptid, for Normie, the lake monster, and now we have this international news about that same site because of a guy who's claiming he has a UFO. In either case, whether it's Normie or the UFO, frankly, I'm sad to say it, I haven't seen much evidence to convince me that either thing is is there. I'd love to tell you, oh yes, you know, I'm the expert on North Carolina, come to North Carolina, come to Lake Norman, and I'll show you uh, the UFO, and I'll show you uh, the lake monster at uh, Lake Norman, but I I, I just haven't really... uh, really seen anything compelling enough for me yet but anyway um there's a lot to uh, to talk about a lot going on and some things i'm just going to save until later but i do want to point this out i love it when i get a really good thorough detailed email from a podcast listener and i have one that i want to share with you And I ask for permission to use her full name. This is a lady who lives in California, and she has been a big supporter of the work that I do for a long time. So she told me I could give her full name. Her name is Crystal Ayers. 
and I hope I'm pronouncing that right because the last name is spelled A-Y-E-R-S. And she sent me this message with the subject line, Manifestation Wand Success, with big letters, caps on success. And so um, I think in this particular case, when she's talking about the manifestation wand, she's actually talking about the wand that comes with my Finding Your Magic ebook kit. So you and, and you know, I've been selling the Emerald wand recently and she bought one of those. But this is a story about the wand that comes with finding your magic. And in fact, if you go to youwillmanifest.com, youwillmanifest.com, you will be able to purchase the Finding Your Magic How to Hack Reality Through Lucid Living uh, ebook and audiobook, and, and it comes with a special wand. So she wrote me this about her success. I'm going to just read it verbatim. Dear Joshua, I have had a great success with the manifestation wand. My son called me and told me that he wanted to go to the local casino on his birthday because they often let you win some on your birthday and he could really use some more money right now. You see, he had been out of work for a little over a month and was going to start working again in about a week after his birthday, so money was tight. Now, I knew this was a bad idea because, quote, tight money never wins and, quote, you always win on your birthday, quote, is more of a myth than a rule. Now, he has won some good money on his birthday before, but only when he didn't really care about the money. But that was not the case this time. But I didn't rain on his parade. No, I enthusiastically supported his idea, and I said, Yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's do it. Because I had a secret. I had the manifestation wand. I used the wand to set an intention for him to win $500 at the casino on his birthday, and I put my spiritual minion to work for me to win some money too i'm just going to pause for a second and say i told you this is a lady who supports my work so she's listening and she knows how to how to use a spiritual minion so that's something that you should take advantage of as well okay getting back to it she says on my son's birthday he his girlfriend and i listened to music and joked around getting into a really good mood on the drive to the casino As we got out of the car and started for the casino, I evoked my minion when they could not hear me. We went in and wandered around for a bit, waiting to feel attracted to a particular slot machine. I was the first one to feel one, quote, call me. Now, normally, I never feel attracted to a machine. I just go because friends want me to. I would watch them gamble and then I would just sit down at a purity slot machine and and lose $20 and consider it the cost of having fun with friends. Okay, purity slot machine, that's what she was saying. It's not a purity, a purty! 
She's using some good slang there. A purdy slot machine and lose $20 and consider it the cost of having fun with friends. But not this day. No, this time I was attracted to a machine and started winning right away. It went up and down, but I won $30, and for me, that was pretty good. So I got up, and we wandered around some more. My son found his machine with some cool dragons on it. He sat down, put his card in, and the $40 I gave him to gamble with. He put it in the machine, hit the button, and the thing went wild. He immediately won a bunch of auto plays, all of which won. It was so exciting. A few people gathered around, and we kept laughing and telling him, Happy birthday! He won over $350 on the very first time he played that night. He played a little more, and then we decided to walk around again. His girlfriend and I played some more and won a little, and then my son sat down and did it again. He didn't win as much, but it was over $100. By the time we left, he was almost at the $500 profit mark of the intention I had set with the manifestation wand. Close enough for me. That was a great night. I love magic. Wishing you great happiness and many blessings, Crystal. And uh, so I emailed her back and I said, what a kick-ass story. That's wonderful. Is it cool if I use your full name? And and she goes, yep, that would be fun. This stuff is really changing my life, especially use the force. Great stuff. Wishing you great happiness and many blessings, Crystal Ayers. So, look, you know, to me... That's important. That's important to get emails like that from from real people who are having real success. And that's why I share this with you. And so if you want to learn about what she was using to have that experience, go to youwillmanifest.com. Youwillmanifest.com. And uh, you can learn about the kit that you get and all the goodies and how, how to get that particular manifestation one. So anyway, I have so much stuff to do. I'm trying to figure out over the next couple days here if I'm going to be able to leave new podcasts for you. And it occurred to me that the last time that George Norrie came to Asheville, which was actually the first time George Norrie came to Asheville, was 2016. So what I think I'm going to do is go back to an interview. My interview. I interviewed George Norrie in 2016 on my radio program called Speaking of Strange. Now, we don't produce Speaking of Strange anymore, but we did produce it in 2016, and I interviewed George Norrie. Now, that's a bit of a, a flip because usually George Norrie is interviewing me, but I interviewed him, and... I think what I want to do is uh, see if I can go back and find the interview that I did with George Norrie and recut it a little bit and then put it here in this podcast for you. And then uh, it seems like a fitting thing to do considering that I'm going to be doing his event on Saturday. But anyway, that said, over the next few days, as usual, sort of bear with me. I'm not going to be able to probably leave as many of these podcasts or updates as usual. On the other hand, it could be just the opposite. 
it could be that there's so much crazy stuff going on that I pick up my cell phone and I call in a report. It might be a short one. And when I do that, Mobius can get this uploaded. So the next few days are definitely going to be uh, up in the air. But I want you to remain involved. I'm delighted if you're in Asheville that I'm going to get to meet you. Um, but if not, then I'll try to give you an update. Once this is done, once this event is over with, I have to travel back to the West Coast. I have more and more TV shoots piling up. And, uh, in fact, if you live anywhere close to Los Angeles and you want to join me in person on October 13th for my event in Hollywood... I hope that you will go ahead and get your ticket ASAP because I am so busy right now that I'm thinking that I might have to sort of like rearrange some of my schedule and um, I might be able to only take even less people for that event. Uh, I know that may sound a little weird to you right now. But it will make sense in retrospect. So if you want to be with me in Los Angeles on Saturday, October 13th, just go to joshuapwarren.com. Go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link at the top of the page that says join Joshua in Los Angeles, etc., etc., etc. This podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. That's because I try to leave one for you every single day and you'll find... A link to the podcast there also at joshuapwarren.com. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will usually tweet when a new one is available. So uh, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon. <laughs>